Hey everybody, you're listening to the 4AM Podcast. My name is Rob and I'm joined by two fellows today. Will. Tony. And uh, we're doing something a little bit different this time around. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff going on. We've got people moving. We've got horrible, horrible storms. <laughs> wiping out everyone's uh, power and internet and all that fun stuff. So we decided to take a little bit of a lighter turn uh, this time around. Where we actually watched the... First episode of the Netflix Transformer series, uh, the War for Cybertron Siege series, and we're going to bring that to you right now. We will be doing the entire series. I think it's only six episodes long. We'll be watching all six episodes, and after this one, haha suckers, behind a paywall. The rest of the episodes will be up on our Patreon page for our patrons, uh, because we love them the most. Can't lie about it. We play favorites here at the Forum Podcast. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but in any case, we want to thank you so much for listening. And we will start right out with Netflix Transformers War for Cybertron Siege Episode 1. Saga begins. <laughs> the, the endless war. Optimus begins. <laughs> yeah. How many names are we going to give this thing? A.K.A. <laughs> rogue bumblebee <laughs> uh so i mean how do we want to do this do we want to just uh do we have we don't have really a cast list or anything right no i did not it's, it's just a bunch of boy it's it's none of the original voice cast mm. that i that i can tell um there's no frank welker or <laughs> peter cullen to be found not even a hugo weaving not even a hugo <laughs> weaving yeah, there's not even like the standard voice actors that i know yeah, it's just a bunch of like I'm not gonna say nobodies, but it's just a bunch of like yeah, they're not not Transformers alumni that I'm aware of. Um, well, they seem to be a bit uh, new. Yeah. So mm. what did you what did you guys think of the voice acting overall? Just just to kind of get us started here. Um, as someone who doesn't have a deep of history with Transformers in general, as both of you to me, like I thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. Like nothing stuck out to me as obviously bad or or like um, obviously like, oh, wow, that's really great. But that's, you know, just based off my history, I thought it was it was good. Fine. Okay. Uh, Tony, do you have any like opinions on it? Uh, yeah, it's a little jarring. Um, mm. Not only is it like some of the voices are not what I would expect for those characters, like all the voice actors are good. I'll start with that. Like they're 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 doing a fine job, but like you know, Starscream just doesn't quite sound right to me. And like Optimus is doing a good Optimus impression, but it's clearly an impression. And like he kind of so it's not really like you know he's he's not doing a good job of like covering up to be just Optimus. It's more like that impression. Like like if you're doing an impression of William Shatner, you don't necessarily just sound exactly like William Shatner, but you start talking like this, you know, <laughs> and that, like Optimus kind of does that. It's like, yes, Bumblebee, I think that is a good idea. <laughs> it's just like, it's freedom. Just, yeah, it's just a little like, I, I don't know. It's, it's like a new pair of pants that are a little scratchy or something. Like it's just something's weird. Yeah. No, I get that. I will say I find it odd because I actually thought Starscream was one of the best voice actors. He sounds to me like exactly like original Starscream, who uh, passed away years back. Throat cancer. I don't know what the cause <laughs> was. But, uh, wow. 
<laughs> I mean, that could be the other thing. Like, he might even sound like original Starscream, but he's not the Starscream I hear in my head now. You know, was uh did the same guy who did the original Starscream do Cobra Commander? Yes, it was the oh, same yeah. actor. Yeah, so that that's what he sounded like to me. It was I was a man. <laughs> oh yeah, he's he's certainly like he's there. He's doing a good job. It's just right. it's kind of like anyone doing Batman after after Kevin Conroy. You know, like it's it's not that they're bad. They're just not what. You know, I'm hearing in right. my head. So, who, who do you hear? Do you hear Steve Bloom from Transformers Prime? At this point, I think it's probably yeah, more Steve Bloom. Okay. What about Jeff Goldblum as Starscream? Make it happen. He probably could. I don't think Jeff Goldblum knows what the word "no" is. Yeah, and at this point, those uh, you know Bay movies, like yeah. you can't fuck <laughs> it up. So just go crazy. I mean. Uh... I don't think there's going to be any more of those, but okay. Probably not. But Not even the Bumblebee? The Bumblebee, yeah. The okay, okay. Still keep going, but yeah, cool. That's a whole weird other conversation, but... <laughs> well, because it's connected, but it's not. Right. Yeah, I think by the time the sequel rolls around, it's going to be... Uh, yeah, I don't know what you thought you saw at the end of the Bumblebee movie. <laughs> it, he didn't turn into a Camaro. That never happened. <laughs> That's my guess. They're just going to retcon it right, right back. Um, so I guess m- moving right along, Will, you did mention this very briefly. What is your history with Transformers in general? Uh, Pretty much. I think at one point I, I rented the Transformers movie, the animated one, because it was in the kids section of Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. And I don't really remember anything from it. And then I went to the theaters for... And I watched Beast Wars. I, I remember watching Beast Wars as a kid and then um, going to the theaters to see the Michael Bay movies. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. And then the subsequent films. Yeah. Sure. Tony, I know that we have talked about our history with Transformers a couple of times just because we've done lots of Transformers related content. Uh, mm-hmm. But just for anybody that might that maybe this is their first episode, um, just just go briefly uh, over your history. Well, yeah. Uh, well, I think a lot of this will go to both of us. But like uh, when we were little, the show was on, uh, which I think we we at least saw some of it. I don't remember how into it we were, but we certainly had the toys, which we were big fans of. Uh, and then Still I know on. as I was getting older, uh, Generation Two came out, and I definitely got into that. I'd watch that before school each day. Uh, shortly after that, we got Beast Wars, which I followed, and then I started reading the comics. So it's kind of always been a part of my life. Mm. Yeah, I guess my history is about the same. I kind of stopped one with Generation Two, and then Beast Wars, when that came around, kind of brought me back into the uh, into the fold. And I've been uh, been sucking at that teat ever since. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've I've always loved the the puzzling. The, the kind of like almost puzzle aspect of the toys yeah. plus vehicle and robot. Awesome. So it was just all kinds of cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I'm looking around the room right now. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff. But all, all of my things, not even all of my things, just the, the things that I've unpacked so far. But yeah, I, I do want to mention that uh, the, that engineer in me, like I, I have an old transformer designs I've created that uh, like fully flushed out. Um, because I am that kind of nerd, and I just want to mention that going forward because it's gonna come up. Cool. Yeah. 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 
So what uh, I guess one of my questions I had going into this was how much of what we saw on this first episode and what I expect to see in the series is canon versus what are they like is a orig- like what are they original content? So Transformers canon is <laughs> no rude. such thing. It's like nailing Jello to a tree. It's like every. <laughs> Every generation, they kind of completely rewrite it, and nobody knows. It's like, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, G1 is the only way to go. But in G1, like, they had alien children that created half of the Transformers, (laughs) and then the the other half were created by these other aliens for slavery. And it's just like, it's so bad, a lot of it. I would say I'm like intrigued by what i've seen so far as someone who's kind of starting fresh of like um you know it seems like there's a bit of a civil war Mm -hmm. going on you don't really know the uh, origins of it and you kind of hear bits and pieces of like uh, maybe the decepticons were like the oppressed side of things for a bit because megatron talks about like the mines and the gladiatorial pits and um Maybe, you know, at some point there was like an uprising or a revolution. So, so, so I can. Go ahead, Tom. So, well, I just, I can say uh, from what they've more recently been trying to pin down as a cohesive canon story for all this, they seem to be following most of that in this show. Yeah. So, a lot of, a lot of what's taking place in the show actually has been started in, was it the IDW comic series? Yeah. I believe that was where it's kind of um, so they're they're following a lot of like comic book uh, thread lines where the Civil War was started by Megatron because the the Transformers are kind of divided almost into a caste system Mm -hmm. where it's you've got kind of the lower class workers and they were forced into like gladiatorial combat Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And Megatron came up through through those yeah, through those things and decided he wanted to makes him more of a sympathetic character, yeah. which is always like what yeah. you want out of. Although a, a I will villain. say, I don't know that they really, they don't really highlight that in in what I've seen so far. Yeah. No, not really. <laughs> We've only watched, but uh, I will say, Tony, mm-hmm. how about them DSLs, Megatron's rocket? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> pretty luscious, dude. The lips on this. <laughs> well, yeah. While we're at it. Before we get too into this, uh, how's everyone feeling with the designs? That was going to be my next question, actually. Okay. Uh, I'll go first, just because I sure. um, don't have any skin in the game. I don't. I don't know how big of a fan I am of this in anim- the animation style. Um, it's. I don't know. It's not Beast Wars level. You know, early two thousands, late nineties CGI. But it's not like. Um, the opening scene of Bumblebee CGI. It's somewhere <laughs> in the middle of that. And I'm not sure, like, I'm sure Netflix doesn't have the money to make a series of, of that caliber, but also I'm just, it's just kind of meh to me personally. Yeah. Like it's fine. Well, I think, I think a lot of it is because they intentionally this time around, like in the early Transformers cartoon, I guess, I guess I'll use that as a reference. <laughs> Although, so, all right, let me nerd out for just a second here. The early Transformers cartoon, uh, people, and there's a lot, again, there's a lot of fans that are like, oh, it's G1, it's perfect. I want I want toys that look exactly like the G1 characters. And the G1 characters looked like dog shit, in my opinion. They were just Box. bo- yeah, boxes drawn by underpaid half 
tired Koreans, like yeah, crinkled hands. (laughs) And uh, half of the time, they change colors during a scene and stuff. But but uh, hi. Yes, hi. Sorry to interrupt you guys, but you guys need to move your cars because I have to get out. Okay. Oh. All right. We're going to pause the podcast for a second. Okay. You're going to leave all this in, aren't you? Yeah, I am. We'll be right back. Yeah, they have for a while. Oh, shit. Are you kidding me? Okay. Uh, so, corrections and omissions department here. Uh, we, we talked about the thing a little while ago, and we talked about. Uh, Ierno Marconi, the, who scored the movie, we didn't mention because I didn't know at the time he had just recently passed away. So I'm sorry for that. Um, what? What? I, I think I also called it. Uh, um, I think I called it the base 13 when it's 31, because I'm an idiot. Uh, happy birthday, Ricky! Because uh, I didn't say that, and when that was closer to your birthday, because I didn't know when things were coming out. <laughs> I, I, oh God, I don't know what else to say, which is sad because we should have just got into my thoughts on designs because then I will ramble on for quite a while and no one will care and they wouldn't want to listen anyway, but I'm going to wait till they get back and force them to. No, uh, uh, thank you all for listening to us. Um, I really hope this is getting cut out, but it probably won't. So, uh, everybody please enjoy, uh, my nonsense. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for our Patreons. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, for just a cup of coffee a day, you can buy us gross snacks and have us watch movies for you. Uh, no. Um, wow. Yeah, I'm really on the spot here. Uh, so once upon a time, there was a man wandering through the woods, and he didn't know where he was going either. Much like I don't with this story. Uh, He came across an old tree and the tree leaned down to him and said, Hello, sir. Would you like a pear? Are they back yet? Okay, we're back. Are you telling a little story? Uh, Sort of. I'm out of breath. We'll have to walk down an entire driveway, guys. <laughs> Tony, did you say it was Ricky's birthday? I did. Ricky, happy birthday. Well, like a month ago now. Whatever. Ricky S. Yeah. Nice. Right? Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Ricky. Um, All right. So what were we talking about? Animation, G1. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Talking about designs and, yeah. So I feel this, this um, show is a little bit handcuffed because... They went out of their way to use the actual toys that are on shelves now. Hmm. Um, and the reasoning behind that was every time you watch a Transformers show, you're like, I want to be able to buy that character. And then you go to the store and you see the toy of that character and it looks totally different. So they were like, we're going to use the toys and actually scan the, you know, the parts and everything. So everything is exactly the same. Um, so I think that hampers it a little bit. Oh yeah. Um, I didn't think, I don't think this, the, the animation is terrible. Um, it's just not as good as say Transformers Prime. That's, that answers some, like a question I had called to me, like I was telling Rob as we were watching, like when it shows them walking in like a wide shot, it looks really weird. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now you're saying that it's a scan of a toy makes a lot of sense. Cause like those designs aren't meant to be in 
live motion, live yeah. action. So it is very weird to see like Optimus Prime's midsection kind of wiggles back. Like, yeah. it, it moves. Like, I'm like, isn't that supposed to be metal? It shouldn't be moving. But then I guess their lips move. So it's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> why do they have lips? <laughs> why do they? Well, you know why. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, Optimus has like that cool like face shield. Yeah, because he's, he's and Wheeljack, well, no. the worst character I've ever heard of, you know, has <laughs> just little lights that turn on and off when he talks. Well, that's a, they are. This is a no. wow. I'm getting ahead of myself here, but uh, all right. But uh, well, Wheeljack created the Dinobots for reasons. <laughs> let's not even. Let's not even right now. I've ever even. I heard. like. I like that they that some of them have the lips because it does get into the idea that these are supposed to be aliens. They're not just while even though it says robots in disguise, they're not just robots. They are living metal. The so like they can die. That is a thing. Like they they're not just you know a robot. You can you can't just back up its memory and you know fuck it up or like rip its arm off and replace it with something. Like it's not that simple. They are living things. Uh, that being said. This particular episode also says fuck you to that by cutting off Starscream's hand and then him just getting it back later. So, I, I don't know. Shockwave could, like, graft it back on. Well, yeah, I'm not saying it's impossible, but, like, it is kind of like a w- which way we going. Because they don't do much to ex- uh, express how how bad that really is or that this is a big problem. Yeah. It's just kind of like a, oh, we cut, cut off. Oh, now it's back. You know, I'm going to make a joke I mean, about it. Star like, Wars okay. is kind of- the same way they're just cutting off everybody's hand in that series well yeah but that's they also <laughs> established like you can die but limbs are easily replaced that's not a problem mm. you know they are humans we know exactly how that works with transformers not everybody gets that they are similar in that fashion that they can get limbs replaced but it's not as easy as like replacing you know a mouse on your computer or something it's not you know just a plug and play situation yeah uh, but anyway, uh, as for the designs, yeah, I have the same problem. I don't, they, they definitely, they were trying to make them like the toys and uh, they did a good job doing that, but I don't know why they did. Cause I don't like that style. Well, Plus, the reason they did is exactly why I say they wanted well, yeah, to sell for... toys. I, I get it. Well, yeah, it's a commercial. Exactly. I get yeah, it. Basically. But like, I think you do fine selling the toys, having them look vaguely like the toys and not necessarily a fucking scan where you have a, you know, a 16 inch wide chest for no apparent reason. Could you imagine if Beast Wars was like that? Yeah, like, I can't. Cheetor just looked like it's just, it's a cat shape. Yeah. yeah. I can't tell you how, like, most of this episode I spent going, what is with the wings on Wheeljack's back? Like, how are they there? And if they, you know, if they're going to put those on him, why didn't they use that huge wide backpack he's wearing to turn into those little wing things like it it bugged me the whole goddamn time uh which they also gets into the wheeljack and you're like oh well that's the other thing cost like, saving uh eh, maybe but uh that's the other the, with the toys like i'm not super thrilled with those designs for the toys to begin with because they are the super chunky style where they're just large bricks that just kind of fold out to form arms like it's not my favorite like there's not a whole lot of finesse in it and that's why i got into the like the engineer in me and the 
how I want to, like, I enjoyed Transformers for the puzzle of transforming them. Because really good ones will make you question where most of that car went or mm. how that robot could turn into this nice, whatever, plane, uh, monkey, uh, dinosaur, whatever. Um, but these, it's just straightforward, like, okay, yeah, his legs are the back of the car, his arms are the front of the car, his chest is the car. Like, <laughs> there's... <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, like it distracts me. Like also, I can't tell you with uh, Ultra Magnus having the fucking cab of a truck coming out of his ass. <laughs> like, oh my god, <laughs> I could not look away. So yeah, uh, I don't mind the CGI, and yeah, it's it's weirdly weaker than like Beast Wars and stuff. Consider, or it's probably about on par. I don't honestly, know. I don't know. If that's correct. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean. But like f- for the time. Yeah. Adjusted for time. Um, Because, yeah, Netflix, they they definitely have a lot of money. Like, I know they're throwing way more at at, uh, Stranger Things than they are at Transformers right now. So, like, with the lower cast and the lower animation, I'm kind of like, like, what? Especially since we have uh, Castlevania, which is, you know, so beautifully... Animated. Not hand done, but like I don't. However, they do that now. Yeah. But yeah, the the computer style doesn't bug me at all. But like the choice to make them essentially just scans of the toys. Yeah, it is. It's not the way I would have gone. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does make it look a little, little more clunky than is necessary. A lot. They could have. They could have just like had the same basic shape and streamlined the characters down. Like I think people would forgive. I mean, granted, if you look at like the Beast Wars masterpiece figures, you're like these look exactly like the freaking CG models, and they transform how yeah. how they do that. Lots um, of money and time. Yeah, lots and lots of time and lots of very frustrating panels. Um, no, but it's little things like, okay, you mentioned G1. Original Optimus in the show, yeah, he was clunky, he was boxy. But, like, they did little things like how he had complete forearms <laughs> instead of the toy, which had the big wheel well in it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, little adjustments like that make it so much better. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. And, you know, I totally agree. Uh, it doesn't bother me as much as it maybe bothers other folks, but but I get that it's it's not it's certainly not ideal. Um, but let's let's get into the it's story. It's not a deal bit. breaker, but yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get into the story a little bit here. So we start with like uh, what is it? Just a big shootout on Cybertron or whatever. Yeah, those yeah. seekers are flying in the mists of Cybertron. Yeah, we're in, introduced to the seekers, which you know are traditionally Starscream and his little crew. Uh, this time they're led by Jetfire. Um, which, by the way. Again, as far as, uh, you know, Will wanting to know, like, what's canon and whatnot, uh, this is a nice little nod, because this is actually how G1 started out. The very first episode of the original Transformers started out with Bumblebee and uh, Wheeljack on Cybertron looking for Energon when the Seekers attacked. Cool. It obviously looked very different, and Bumblebee was an Autobot, and whatever, but... Yeah, we're going to get into Bumblebee. We're going to get into the Bumblebee. Oh, oh, Will. But it was a nice nod to have that be the start, you know? So, yeah, Wheeljack and Bumblebee are looking for Energon or whatever. And, yeah, let's just run right into it because Bumblebee is very prominently like, Hey, I'm not an Autobot. I'm just a guy, <laughs> robot a cool alien, man. Guy. <laughs> 
And I'm just like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're well, Bumblebee. Your name I is Bumblebee. You're a little well, yellow car. I would have let that go. <laughs> well, yeah. I would have let that go because, like, they're trying to make him cooler. They're trying to make him. Like, uh, a Han, like Han Solo almost. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to give him more substance, which I'm I, totally for. Yeah, I'm not an Autobot. Oh, who are you here with? I'm by myself. Yeah, so... well. <laughs> with this Autobot, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, my other problem is to try and make him cooler. They do that at the cost of Wheeljack by making him just an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I don't really get <laughs> what the deal is there because Wheeljack is supposed to be like a genius. It's not as. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like he's, a ge- he's supposed to be a genius and now at this point a veteran of a war. Right. And yet he's like, oh, there's bad guys nearby. I should be quiet. Oh, who would have thought? Yeah, I shouldn't like throw this giant piece of rebar on the ground yeah in the car in the, car, in the original cartoon he like he's the one that creates uh, yeah again he creates the dino bots which is freaking stupid uh but i believe isn't he the one that builds a space bridge or am i misremembering? Uh, well he might build a space bridge he's not the one that originally created it i don't think because that like, was on like a super genius Basically. But yeah, yeah, he is like a really a big genius, yeah. And you know, Michael Bay took his own pot shot at him when he changed his name to IQ or whatever, <laughs> and yeah. had Soundwave blow his head off. <laughs> and I believe he his face looked like Einstein or something. Yes, he's the one that looked like Einstein. Um, <sighs> yeah, that's a terrible, terrible thing. Just a terrible thing to happen to the world. Yeah, um, but I will say they at least didn't try to like poochy Bumblebee. Like he's. He's just, he's just like, uh, I don't, survivor. yeah, he's a survivor. He's not like a bad, they didn't make him drift or anything. Like he's, he's not a <laughs> badass. He's not killing anybody. He's oh, just yeah. like, I don't want to be a part of this. And even Megatron calls him out on it. He's like, oh, so you're just a coward then. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He is, he is, you know, riding that line of tipping over into like nineties cool kid where I would be like, fuck you. But he just, he doesn't quite cross it. So so they're they're after this energon the seekers show up and uh Starscream and Jetfire are like arguing whatever Megatron shows up because pretty badass fashion Yeah his <laughs> lips first <laughs> His lips are so weird Like so there's this running gag through the through the comics because there's a character called Overlord uh, in the Last Stand of the Wreckers, which is a really good comic series, a series I, I recommend. Um, but Overlord has those lips, those DSLs, and like there's there's this running gag about Overlord and his luscious lips. But it looks <laughs> like Megatron has stolen that title for sure. It's so it's so distracting. It takes me out of the car, the show every time he's talking. Um, but Megatron shows up, and so. The uh, Wheeljack and Bumblebee found a space bridge like, and some energon, right? Yeah, yeah. but Which like, is like their fuel. I need that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's basically. So the planet they're on is Cybertron, which is the sleeping body of Primus, who is like the god All of right. Transformers. And energon, as far as I can tell, is like <laughs> Primus's blood. So it's like the blood of Christ. So well, <laughs> you're assuming that's still canon in this world. I'm assuming, yeah, I'm assuming, and uh, that's like. That in itself is like a smoothie of like 20 different, <laughs> you know, Transformers yeah. canon. But obviously they're doing something because they have the AllSpark. But this in this, they're treating it basically like the key to Vector Sigma, 
and or uh uh what is it uh is it vector sigma i'm thinking of which is like yeah which is like primus's heart or whatever the the source of all life for transformers um so blah 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 so basically megatron catches wheeljack and bumblebee he shows up he's he's cool whatever he's about to he he calls bumblebee a little bitch basically he's like well wheeljack sucks but at least he's willing to like be an autobot and die as an autobot you're just a little bitch that wants to die with no no affiliation so that's fine we'll kill you both and then optimus prime shows up and handily yeah gets his ass whooped by megatron and i'm just like what are, what are we doing here yeah <laughs> what do you what are you trying to tell me about optimus prime <laughs> every time optimus prime shows up on screen like even in the bad bay movies like i'm at least at half mass you know <laughs> <laughs> like i'm having a good time but not this time this is i was so psyched when he like transformed I was like, Megatron, whatever, heroic thing. And then Megatron just punches his ass. And he falls down, and then Megatron punches his ass again. He falls down further. I'm just like, get up. What's the matter with you? See, my thing here wasn't so much that, because, like, Megatron kind of is the bigger, more imposing figure, especially at this point. I think that's kind of what they're going for is, you know, Megatron is the more uh, warrior type, whereas Optimus is the more intellectual. Then so, start this start this further back before well, he yeah. the Matrix. I mean, that would be one thing. But also, if you're, you know, like, if you're doing this, like, at this point, like, you're, you know, oh, look at Megatron. He's a, he's a problem. He's a... Th- you cut out. Whatever. But it's like, yeah, sorry. Um, you have, you're, you're showing Megatron. You're like, look, he is imposing. He is a threat. And everything, but you're also. I'm also just going like, just just shoot them. End the war now. Shoot them. Why aren't we shooting them? And like everything drags so much. Even like Optimus's entrance was so like, hey, are you ready? Because here uh, comes Tony, Optimus. Say, yeah. You think Optimus's entrance was bad? We'll get into it uh, in the next episode. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> but. But just the fact that we're like, you know, here comes Optimus. Isn't this going to be awesome? And they're like, all right, shoot them. And then, like, they start pointing their guns at the guys. And, like, you see Optimus driving some more. And, like, we're still pointing our guns. And then Optimus is driving some more. Like, we're still pointing. Our... Like, just shoot them. Yeah. God damn it. Someone do something. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of funny considering there's only six episodes of the series. Yeah, they probably could have gotten, like, four. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they probably what they, I've seen so or far. had six and like had way more like story progression or had well, it. I also, there. Hmm. I also wonder if there's, again, that problem of like animation budget. So it's like, oh, uh, we'll save money by just having another shot of the guns pointed at their head. Well, that could also be. But like, so they also they drop this line. Megatron and Optimus are like talking sort of hmm. where they're, Optimus is like. Alpha Trion would be so sad or whatever. Disappointed in Disappointed. And Megatron's like, he'd be disappointed in you too. Mm. And so are they implying that Alpha Trion is dead in this series? Oh, yeah, because didn't Optimus say you kill- you murdered him? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but was that like, you murdered him? Or was it like, you broke his heart? <laughs> uh, I'm thinking he straight up murdered him. He died of sad. It's like Star Wars. <laughs> There's nothing physically wrong with him. 
Oh, wow. I'm looking at Alpha Trion. He looks cool. Yeah, Alpha Trion's got that sweet-ass mustache. Yeah, like a if, Yeah. I don't know if we're going to get to it by the end of the series, but if I were to bet, chances are the war got started when Megatron killed him. Well, like, that's... They- they were no. arguing. They tried to be peaceful. Megatron was he an Autobot like, or a Decepticon or neither? Uh, Alpha Trion was a Prime. He was one of the original Primes. I could go on, but no, I okay. can see we your can eyes <laughs> rolling back in your head. Over. He would, he, if we're doing like a class system of Autobots being the higher class, he would probably be considered more Autobot. But yeah, he was a Prime, which is kind of like a separate thing. It's almost. a elder. Yeah, yeah, so Primes were originally created to protect Cybertron. From Unicron, basically. Cool. Yeah. Orson Welles? Is that Orson so, Welles? Yeah, they're basically, so yeah. basically the, the original primes are like angels. Okay. To protect the world from the devil. <laughs> All right. Which is Unicron. Um, Tony has my Covenant of Primus book. Otherwise, I could uh, I could go on about it. <laughs> I could read some, some graphs. Some scripture. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Church of Prime. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the container the book comes in, yeah, it's pretty much. Oh, yeah. That's basically it. A reading from the book of Rat Trap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once we We're finish all gonna the die. series. <laughs> yeah, currently in 2020, yes. Um, but yeah, once the once we finish the series, this, uh, you know, these episodes will just become a sermon every week from the Primus <laughs> book. Yeah. yeah, we'll do a Covenant of Primus book club. <laughs> meeting at the church of primus of latter-day autobots <laughs> we don't celebrate optimus prime's birthday <laughs> we acknowledge that it happened but we don't we don't give presents <laughs> um <laughs> oh the in my house we give presents on primus's birthday but we don't acknowledge rodimus's birthday <laughs> no that's uh <laughs> we don't talk about him yeah. he who must not be named <laughs> So, so by the, have you seen that? Uh, have you seen that meme from uh, Terminator? Oh, no, uh, it, it's like you know, uh, whatever you call it, where you have like the same thing that goes around, but you change words or whatever template. Yeah, uh, but it's you know, it's from Terminator 2, where the Terminator calls the house and you know, do you have a dog or whatever? Uh, no, we don't. And you're like, how's the dog? And she's like, oh, he's fine. Or like, oh, your, your step parents are dead, but they, <laughs> they changed it. <laughs> They change it so he's like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, mom. In uh, in the '80s Transformer movie, who killed Optimus? Like, oh, Megatron, of course. He's like, your step parents are dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Uh, all right. Like, so, sorry. Yeah, that's fine. Megatron, Megatron, and Optimus have that exchange. So we find out that Alpha Trion is dead, which again would lead me to say, okay, we'll have this stupid show start when Optimus is just a Ryan Pax, have Alpha Trion's death trigger the event of the Matrix going to Alpha Trion, and then have this huge gap between Megatron and Optimus because he becomes the Matrix bearer and has all these responsibilities. It would also make way more sense with Ultra Magnus doing what he does in the series if he's next to orion pax throughout this whole thing like training him and then orion pax suddenly turns into Optimus prime and has to turn away from magnus's desires and teaching because now he has all this new responsibility also <laughs> uh i'll have more to say about the next episode regarding that as well but 
So Optimus Prime is not his real his name. It's not his real name. His oh my original, god, I'm learning so yes, much. Yes, his original name is Orion. Pax. Well, so the Orion yeah. Pat, Orion Pax. So oh. Te- <laughs> technically, Optimus Prime is his real name because Orion Pax died and became Optimus Prime. Yeah, Orion, it's like Gandalf Orion the Gray Pax. and Gandalf yes. the White. It's exactly, it's exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was baptized in the holy light of the Matrix. Yep. Um, according to the Covenant of Promise. <laughs> Now that no one is listening to this. <laughs> and, and also with you. <laughs> when one third of the host is no longer <laughs> comprehending what's happening. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. But uh, yeah, so just to give you a quick rundown. The Matrix of Leadership. <laughs> for the fourth time. Yeah, for the fourth episode. time this episode. <laughs> the Matrix of Leadership, which is housed in Optimus Prime's chest. That's the thing. Um, it It contains the combined knowledge of all of the primes that have come before him um so it's like a it's a repository of all their knowledge and i think power to to some extent um so when one prime dies the matrix chooses the next prime who is meant to be the leader and protector of like the you know the main main protector of cybertron um <clears throat> so uh, Orion Pax was originally an understudy under Alpha Trion, who was who didn't tell anybody that he was a prime. He was just kind of like you know on the DL. He's like I'm Alpha Trion. I'm just an old scribe. Like I just Alpha keep... Trion was like that. Yeah. Okay. So he Alpha Trion was gifted the like each prime has each of the th- original thirteen primes had their own gifts, spiritual giftings, uh, and his was knowledge that he he kept the knowledge of all the history of cybertron and all that so anyway any hoozy i don't know what track they're going on in this if Alphatron's dead and prime is already prime so there's this whole kerfuffle and uh optimus prime goes back to what is the arc which is their secret base which is hidden with wakanda magic somehow i don't really get that that's what they're using all their uh energon for yeah, yeah. Cybertronian technology. Whatever. You think that would that would give off a huge power source? Maybe it's yeah. It doesn't matter. We know they have to get to Earth somehow. So <laughs> the Ark, it's there. That's the name of the ship that the Autobots come to Earth in. For those that don't know, man, like, so well, much spiritual <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Optimus is robot Jesus. Died and came back three seasons later. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so ultra magnus and optimus are talking and ultra magnus wants to make peace with the decepticons megatron has touted this treaty with the autobots and just from what they kind of intimate we can tell that the treaty is not going to be kind to the autobots yeah. it's basically like surrender everything and just yeah. you know we'll stop killing you but yeah that's well, about it right exactly which I, I will say, not always a fan of the dialogue in there, but like they do have a few good lines. One of them being here, where he's like, you know, uh, you're talking about the extinction of our people or whatever, and he's like, it'd be extinction either way. Yeah. I also like uh, Mega. I think it was we passed it already, but Megatron had that line of uh, this war was started as a revolution, not a genocide. 
So they weren't just going to kill everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, he was. Yeah. And so you can kind of tell from that that maybe Megatron even had like a noble beginning, a noble reason to start. So it's basically Megatron started a revolution and it got out of hand and Optimus had to start a counter revolution. (laughs) Like once he had the power, like power corrupts. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, And yeah. So. But Optimus is like, no, we're not going to sign the treaty. That's that's crazy. We can't do it. Um, so Megatron is having this big like Nazi gathering <laughs> with all the with all the copies of the CGI models. Um, <laughs> he's like, look, we yeah, uh, Optimus totally tried to kill me. Yeah, he he uh, totally was going around spray painting wangs and all my posters. Uh, <laughs> we're going to kill all the Autobots. We got to just kill them all. That's the only it's the only way to, to peace. And uh, that's where we start to close in on the ending to this episode where we see a shadowy figure <laughs> in, in robes somehow, you know, in a big cloak with weirdly with giant pylons and <laughs> on his shoulders. And it's, it's so- this ultra magnusy shape. That we don't know who it is or who it could possibly be. And they spend so long on this shadowy figure from so many angles as though we can't tell who it is. It's like if the Hulk put a bag on his head and was like, yeah, I'll just blend it in the crowd. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) It's like John Cena just wiggling his hand in front of his face. It also implies that there's like clothing, like they know what clothing is. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's kind of a yeah. That that it it raises some questions. It has yeah. precedent, weirdly, in the Transformers <laughs> universe. It does uh, I believe uh, Armada, one of the characters, wore a cloak for a lot of it. Cool. I uh, think so. And uh, yeah, in the Michael Bay films, I mean that was it's also that was a full yeah. Uh, yeah. In, in Michael Bay, he looked exactly like this, but um, I don't really understand like. Armada is because it was like a straight up Japanese anime and they they love doing that. Shit. Yeah, that's true. But I'm like, wait, aren't you robots in disguise already? Like, that's a little hat on a hat. Don't you think you just change what you ch- turn into? Give yourself a new paint job, something like what are we doing here? Well, also, I mean, you could get into like if that's the you know, if you're trying to disguise yourself. How about throw something over those giant noticeable shoulders of yours? Or... <laughs> well, I mean, what are you going to put on that'll cover those up? Pumpkin? Just, yeah, just be a big fucking walking tarp. Is You know, it's not subtle, but nothing about this is. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and try and give them the benefit of the doubt here. Okay? Okay. Because I'm going to say, because... Uh, I'm not sure where this is all supposed to take place or what's going on with some of these things, but we do see in the scene where he's walking, there seems to be things in the air. So I'm going to say maybe this is one of those areas uh, that you can read about in the the Holy Book of Primus and so on that uh, like have a lot of... um, like acid rain or, you know, some some kind of environmental issue that maybe he's just trying to block his face from that. That could be. Yeah. That could be. And we could also say that he can't change his transformation because they are super low on Energon. They don't have a lot of energy to, to, to go around. Like, none of these guys really transform in this. Optimus was the only one in, that, in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will well, also say, right? 
Yeah. Changing your form does not always have that major of an impact on your robot form, you know? Yeah, that's true. It that's... will it will change certain things, but like, you know, doesn't matter what form Bumblebee takes, like he has the same head, he has, you know, like <laughs> Ultramatics is like, what else can I turn into that has these big stupid pylons? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um so yeah, and then there the episode ends, really. Yeah. Yeah. So with the mystery, the disguised man. Yeah. Starting with you, Will, give us your final thoughts and then a score of one to five. One to five primes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I um, probably would not have watched this if I hadn't, if I wouldn't, you know, have friends like you guys that are so into it and um, knew we were going to maybe do a little episode like this for the for the podcast so i'd say uh this first episode definitely intrigued me um to see what was going to happen next i'm like a really big fan of good world building and i feel like they laid the bricks for that or the i don't know i can't think of a good pun <laughs> Energon. yeah <laughs> um so especially you know like i guess i i never really thought that oh maybe optimus and megatron were uh friendly at one point or you know had a prior relationship and any kind of you know uh civil war type scenario is always kind of interesting because both sides think they're in the on the on the right side of things um so definitely a fan of the story um as far as like voice acting that's something that like doesn't really enter into my mind and the animation like we said was kind of jarring and a bit weird but um definitely intrigued to see what happens next and i would say like three and a half okay. bots okay. <laughs> for this first episode tony uh your your uh, quick summation and uh zero to five energon goodies <laughs> um it was Transformers, so I was bound to check it out at some point. Um, I I wasn't super impressed with it, so I probably would finish it because it's only six episodes, right? You said mm-hmm. something like uh, that. No, like only twenty minutes, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. So I probably would have ended up finishing it, but like after the first episode, I wasn't super excited about continuing on. It's it's not one of the ones where I was like, oh, yeah, I can, oh, that was great. I can't wait for the next episode. It was more just like, meh. So, yeah, I'm thinking maybe three is sounds about right uh, or maybe like two and a half. OK, um, like, like I said, there were there were a few lines I liked. I kind of like some of the things we're setting up. I do like we're we're merging some of those stories because there was also that line of uh, Velocitron, which not from one of my favorite iterations of Transformers, <laughs> but like it's nice they're you know throwing little things like that in there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll see where it goes, but so far I'm just kind of okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think I'm. I I am intrigued by the show. I desperately want them to actually. I want them to make Megatron. A character and a, a caricature, hmm. if that makes sense. Like I want him to have a a real reason for what he's doing, and I want them to explore that. And I feel like that's not going to happen in six episodes, especially yep, considering not. we've seen a third of that already. <laughs> um, yeah, I want the relationship between Optimus and Megatron more fleshed out. I want I want it to be a civil war where who's right and who's wrong is maybe not as cut and dry. Uh, which I think they did a great job in, like, Captain America Civil War. Uh, I want Bumblebee to just be Bumblebee and not be this stupid... Han Solo bot. Zack. 
<laughs> like Bumblebee should be like Steve Rogers, like one of the most gung ho. I can do it. I can do it nine times. Kind of a, a character. Like if you want a cool dude, get Cliff Jumper. You know. I, I see where you're going. Um, but I mean that doesn't. I understand. Bumblebee has changed so many times over the history of Transformers canon that I just it's it's whatever. And if you can't accept change in Transformers, then the kind of the whole point of the franchise the character is be- yeah, is beyond you. But at the same time, they didn't really they captured my interest, but they didn't not much else beyond that. Uh, so I'm going to give it a three out of five um, and say I'm interested to see more, but I'm hesitant about what what more they're actually putting on the table yeah the story seems okay <clears throat> the animation is okay um yeah that's about yeah, it, se- it seems like you and me are about on the same level with all of it except you are more optimistic <laughs> especially well yeah especially considering season three is supposed to be beast wars oh yeah um and if they continue on where they're just doing exact copies of the toys I don't know. It's going to get interesting, that's for sure. <laughs> it's going to get ugly. Yep. Um, but yeah, so that was our review of the first episode of Netflix original Transformers War for Cybertron <laughs> trilogy, comma, Siege. Optimus Begins. Optimus Begins. <laughs> episode one. Captain Optimus. Uh, Megatron Civil War. Phase 5. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Covenant of Primus. Coming of the Sinister Six. So guys, we want to thank you so very much for listening. If you'd like to hear the rest of the series, you should check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash 4am podcast. You can always email us at the 4am podcast at gmail.com um, and check out our website at podbean.com. Got some, a few exclusive, few exclusive podcasts on there that we Dude. haven't put on the main feed. Oh, that is correct. Like our, uh, what was it? Uh, Endgame. To- Endgame, yeah. Tony's Tony's own Sonic the Hedgehog review. <laughs> Anthony at the movies. <laughs> Anthony at the movies. Yeah, uh, which obviously has to be on hiatus for now. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony uh, rents a movie for twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we might have to get into that because Artemis Fowl, man. Oof. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So, uh, and hopefully uh, we'll get the regular podcast back on track real soon. We have some sponsored episodes and stuff like that. We got to get to you, but uh, want to thank you guys for listening, uh, and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. See ya. Good night, everybody. Roll out. Beep. <laughs>